I lecture Sunday was so extraordinarily brilliant and exquisite, I thought I'd land on it somewhat. There is, within all human beings, a certain common denominator. And it doesn't matter whether you're a theist or an atheist. In between those two extremes, there's a common denominator. Theists even have problems amongst themselves, as do atheists, Protestants, Hindus, and Hindus, finding areas of great disagreement. Theists are always trying to prove their position that there's no God. Going to kill God. Aids and jihads, witch burnings. Atheists don't seem to do that for some reason. They don't have militant atheists. But okay. Good point, Mike. So everybody wants to kill everybody in the name of their particular brand of belief or disbelief. Yes. But the common denominator is very interesting. The common denominator is that atheist, atheist, agnostic, whatever, everyone is dealing with uncertainty. Pope has bodyguards because of uncertainty. President has bodyguards because of uncertainty. Mafia Don has bodyguards because of uncertainty. That's a given. That's not something that might happen. Deal with that. Mm -hmm. Go to bed at night, you're not certain how you'll wake up in the morning. Or if you will. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee when you lay down that you'll wake up. Mm -hmm. You make the decision during the night. I'm finished. Out you go. <laughs> My brother came home from the dinner, slipped on the ice, hit his head, went to bed. Two hours later, he was dead. There's uncertainty. And when we first hear that, it's unsettling. We would like to have things fixed and permanent. The problem is that if that were so, it would be the end of possibilities. Because of uncertainty, there are possibilities. Buddhist point of view is that a satisfactory sense of self can never be constructed. Illustrating and futile endeavor. Years I used to open up my lecture that way. Certainly I stopped doing that. But it doesn't change the fact that a satisfactory sense of self can never be constructed. I am a loyal democratic American. President that you don't like gets elected. And you have all things are always challenging our sets of belief. God is a nice white man with a long beard up in heaven, sitting on a golden throne, punishing foolish. God is love. God is sweetness. God of just we have conflicts with this God business. It becomes a problematical word. Hmm? All the beliefs associated with that. Now, this is not an atheistic statement. There are uncertainties, even within our concepts and beliefs of God, just as there are unsettleties, uncertainties, unsureties within our atheistic beliefs in not God. Want to cling to each one so tenaciously. It used to be if you meet meet on Friday, you're going to go to hell.
Hmm? I can have all the meat you want. The Catholic Church, when that teaching was taught, that was a teaching came straight from God. Hmm? Well, when we look at this clearly, and we see that that seems to be quite accurate, deal with uncertainty constantly. Uncertain if we squeeze that tube of toothpaste, whether we can get it go back in. Pretty certain we can't. Technology for many things that we squeeze out and can't get back in. <laughs> we say things to our spouse, we squeeze it out, and we want to put it back in. It's out. We rang the bell, and it can't be unrung. Yes? <laughs> so we have a problem. If we look at it in a one-sided fashion, if everything was fixed and permanent, it would get very boring. A 12-year-old person would stay 12 years old forever. Hmm? Never drive a car. Doesn't work. So things are changing. Addressing what's called in Buddhism the law of impermanence. Still is too intellectual. This uncertainty is always gnawing at us. When I put this out Sunday, I said, what are we to do about that? Donald said, embrace it. Wonderful response. But there's a step after that. To embrace it implies there's still a self. That would be the activity of a bodhisattva. Mm -hmm. What is the step beyond that? Well, if you recognize no self, neither embrace nor disembrace. Again, all that's left because of Uncertainty, activity of possibility. The mind might be able to see, the deaf might be able to hear, stupid, all sorts of possibilities. It's never ending, the possibilities. Just as it's never ending, the uncertainty, it's never ending, the possibilities. They inter-are, and we don't have to do anything to marry them, already married. Because of uncertainty, there's possibility. What are you going to do with that? Don't say embrace it. Leave it alone. Leave you alone. What do you have to do anything? Well, there's a thought. Hey, I had, I had a thought. <laughs> that's, that's unusual. I've noticed. <laughs> there's a possibility. It would be nice if we could leave it alone. Have nothing to do with it. It won't leave us alone as the problem. Hmm? Create a cure for AIDS. Other possibilities. The... Activity of a Zen teacher is to keep taking your toys away. Present a nice teaching, and as you come up with other responses, I'm going to take them away. Mm -hmm. Hitler dealt with uncertainty. He didn't like it. We created the possibility of fixing it and making it stay permanent by getting rid of all those people he didn't like. The possibilities and the create uncertainties are very intriguing. You have to play with them. Hmm? Most of us are pretty certain we'll leave here and get home. There's no... It's a go wrong, but the car breaks down. At the point. Permanent, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're meant to deal with impermanence. We know who we are. That this is... Well, what you're doing is creating a position of a fixed and permanent self. Asking you to look at is... Donald made a good statement. You embrace it. Stop fighting with it. It's a condition. I'm listening, there's another possibility. Embracing nor disembracing. What Zen is always pointing at. 
What is that? In the St. Francis prayer, they talk about self-forgetting. In Buddhism, we talk about no self. What is beyond embracing or not embracing? It's that question, what's beyond embracing and not embracing, that's causing a sense of uncertainty. Because it's the idea of a fixed and permanent self or a self at all dealing with the problem. Difficult, difficult, difficult. <laughs> oh, libido? <laughs> That's good. Libido. That nasty little bug that... <laughs> Who's dealing with it? I'm driving a car. I get a flight. Who's this I? You ask the same question 92 different ways. I do, because nobody wants to respond to it. If you call this a finger, I'll stick it in your eye. If you don't call it a finger, I'll stick it in your eye. What are you going to call it? Finger. A delayed reaction. Who is it that didn't want to interrupt? Who is that? Mike. You're a fixed and permanent self. Is there a fixed and permanent Mike? Why can't there be a, a self that's not fixed and permanent? There is. Big S. Big S. We all know that nothing is fixed and nothing is permanent. That's why we're sitting here, and everyone in the world knows this. That were true. They know it. They may not want to think about it, but they know it. That's what... Hitler wanted to create the thousand-year Reich. Right. People want to create all sorts of, of permanent things. he can create something fixed and permanent. So they come up with fantasy religions that will give them, and like you say, an exemption. Well, that's the issue. There is none. Very annoying. Hmm? It's very annoying. To the small self. No, that's not who you are. There's the issue. That's what I keep pointing at. Who you think you are may not be who you are. Uh-oh. Buddhist <laughs> point of view is that a factory 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 falls on the floor. Yes. I'm going to end up in a mental institution from You're this gonna place. You're going to what? I'm going to end up in a mental institution from this place. Which part? <laughs> Who said that? I love that story I told Sunday about Katagiri Roshi and five other guys left the monastery in Japan to go out and set the world on fire. Katagiri ended up in the United States, another guy in Europe, another guy all over, right? <laughs> Two of them committed suicide, two of them went crazy, the only one left was Katagiri Roshi. So yes, you, if you choose to, you could go insane. You will look at this practice at a certain point, and you will see exactly why people go insane. Of course, it's a choice. It's a hard one to accept. These are not easy teachings. Attacking the root of an idea of a self, a fixed and permanent self. Now you can take that statement and go into depression. You take that statement and go into all sorts of possibilities. Hmm? That, what I just put out unsettles everything. That's why you love me. That's why you keep coming back. That's why the house is packed full. I don't make you anything, sweetheart. We make, we make ourselves uncomfortable. Yes. The truth is unsettling. What is that part that's unsettled is what you have to look at. That's the good news. The good news is we wake up to the fact there's something unsettling going on. 
That's the good news. Air is something juicy, alive, and real that you can work with. This particular practice isn't about finding a place of la-di-da and sweetie-sweet. We're not in opposition to that. You will find it. But that's not the primary purpose. Find these unsettling pieces and look them right in the eyeball. New book out entitled Smile at Fear. It's an amazing book because it's brand new. And it's published by a guy who's been dead for a long part book. Keep smiling. Joy to the world. Joy to all the boys and girls. Joy to the fishes in the deep sea. Joy to you and me. Because you without joy is upsetting to me. I do this teaching for very selfish reasons. For happy people I have around me to have them. Miserable people around me, I get miserable. Catching. We're all catching. Respectfully awaken. Tang relationships become complete. May my Zen center flourish. Thank you for the shoot. Not sure. <laughs> Jury's out. <laughs> Dust. Dust.